The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you. And it's not about what you want. It's about what he wants. You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom. You were created with a job to do. That's life. My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life. Good morning, everybody. Thank you to Mike. Durbin for that open. Every time I hear that open, I think of Prince. Let's get crazy. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here. And it pops me every single time. But we're not going to get crazy today. We're going to get real. That's what we always do on this show. We get very, 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 very real because this show, that's life, is about life. And it's about our daily walk, and it's about our daily struggles, and it's about the ups and the downs and everything we all deal with in life. And I want to talk a little bit today because we just recorded for Patreon. We just recorded a bonus show for Patreon. And uh, one of the things we talked about was, um, I guess, Sasha Banks now, um, there, is a, uh, there is a campaign to cancel Sasha Banks because so- Sasha Banks had the audacity to like a tweet um, posted by an anti-vaxxer. She liked a tweet. It wasn't even an original statement. It was Sasha Banks liking a tweet. And now there is a full-blown campaign to cancel Sasha Banks, uh, maybe get her thrown off the Mandalorian. Who knows, bro? Maybe get her thrown off of SmackDown. And all because a certain side doesn't like the thoughts, the ideas, the opinions of Sasha Banks because 
for whatever reason, they have decided that only their thoughts and opinions count and nobody else's does. And unless you agree with their thoughts and their opinions, we are just going to cancel you. We are going to stamp you out like a bug. We are going to squash you. We are going to rid the world of you because you don't think the way I think. And uh, this is something now that's been going on in the world for a couple of years. Uh, you guys know I lost a couple of um, uh, podcasting gigs uh, for the same exact reason. And as you guys know, uh, I am the sole proprietor of the Realm Network now because of what has happened to me in the past. Because nobody's going to squelch my freedom of speech, my freedom of thought, my freedom of opinion. Because quite frankly, I don't believe your opinion is more valuable than mine or anybody else's. And I will fight for that. And that will be my cause. But guys, a lot of times with me, everything is biblically believed. In other words, if I want to know whose opinion is more important and if one side's thoughts and opinions are more important than the others, where do I go to? I go to the Bible because the Bible is the word of God. And if I want to understand something, I go to God's word. Why do I go to God's word? Because God's word is truth. Not what the left says, not what the right says. God's word is truth. So as I'm reading about people wanting to cancel Sasha Banks because her comments, her thoughts, her opinions may not fall in line with theirs. So I guess their values, their thoughts, their opinions are more important than Sasha Banks's. So I said to myself, let's see what God has to say about whose opinions are more important, because that's really where you're going to get the truth. So I pulled up today. Uh, I found this on jollynotes.com, Daily Inspiration for Joyful Living. Ten important Bible verses about being opinionated. Find below 10 inspirational, motivational, and encouraging Bible verses, scriptures, quotes, and passage about being in Bible. Bro, you see the thing already? We're trying to cancel Sasha Banks. We're trying to wipe her out. We're trying to eliminate her. We're trying to cost this girl her job. And what, what is below? 10 inspirational, motivational, and encouraging Bible verses, scriptures, and quotes about being opinionated. Encouraging. Encouraging. What does the Bible say about opinions? What does the Bible say about being opinionated? 
Being opinionated means to be conceitedly assertive and dogmatic in one's opinions. Symptoms of opinionated, dogmatic or fixed views, dictatorial, pontifical, domineering, pompous, self-important, arrogant. That's being opinionated. Are you opinionated? Are you conceitedly, conceitedly assertive in your opinions, always thinking you know best and always wanting to have the last word no matter what? Are you domineering? pompous, self-important, and arrogant in your conversations with others? Yeah, bro, we're talking about the people here wanting to silence and squash and ruin Sasha Banks. Are you conceitedly assertive, always thinking you know best, always wanting to have the last word no matter what? Are you domineering, pompous, self-important, and arrogant? in your conversations with others? Do you seek to understand others? Or do your words continually drive others away in frustration? Is being right more important to you than anything else? These are the questions I think we all need to ask ourselves from time to time. We do not always have to agree with other people's opinions, but as children of God and representatives of Jesus, we must not quarrel over opinions. When we do disagree with others, may God help us to do so in love, respect, humility, and compassion. Dear friends, I pray the following helpful verses are a blessing to you and yours. May God help us all. So now, guys, I'm going to give you some Bible verses directly from the Word of God as it deals with opinion. There's only 10 verses, and they're short and they're sweet. Proverbs 18.2. Fools! have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their their own opinions. Romans 14.1, as for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over their opinions. So if they are weak in faith, if they don't believe in these Bible verses, welcome them, but don't quarrel with them over their lack of faith. This is Galatians 1.10. For I am now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I was still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So we're not trying to please you. If we disagree with you, we disagree with you, but we're going to disagree with you in a very respectful way. Why? Because I'm not here to fall in line. I'm not here to please man. If I was here to please man, I would not be a servant of God. I would be a servant of man. 
I am not a servant of man. Proverbs 15.1 A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. A soft answer, a calm, a cool, a well-thought-out answer will turn away wrath, but harsh, cutting a promo, harsh words stir up anger. These are all so simplistic words of God. James one nineteen. James is my favorite book, by the way. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. I've said this a million times, guys. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Listen. Listen. Think about what you are going to say. Speak with thought. And don't become angry. Man, these are all so basic, yet absolutely so helpful. Hebrews 12, 14. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone. Make every effort to live in peace with everybody. Think about that, bro. Think about this entire army that wants to cast cancel Sasha Banks because they don't like her opinion. They don't approve of her opinion. It's our way or the highway. You don't agree with us. We will squash you like a bug. And what does Hebrews 12, 14 say that is so simple? Make every effort to live in peace with everyone. These are the simplest directions of how one should handle themselves when it comes to your ideas and your opinions. James 1, 26. If you claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. And I like to use Christianity for this. If, if you claim to be a Christian, but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is is worthless. Colossians 4 6. Wow, this is great. <clears throat> Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Let your conversation be always full of grace. Season with salt so that you know how to answer everyone. 
1 Corinthians 16, 14. How about these four words? To the people wanting to wipe out Sasha Banks, how about these words to those people? Do everything in love. Do everything in love. Colossians 3.17. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. You think the Lord Jesus wants to eliminate people because they don't agree with the way you think? You think he wants those people eliminated? You think we're representing God wanting to destroy the lives of others because they may not agree with us? You think that's what God wants? Well, Colossians 3.17 obviously says that's not what God wants. Whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Dear friends, may we always remember that being opinionated often comes at a dear cost spiritually and otherwise. May we always remember the um, importance of humility and gentleness in our words. Wanting to destroy somebody's life, wanting to eliminate them, wanting to wipe them out, wanting to silence them is not humility and gentleness. It's fear. It's bullying, it's anger, it's resentment, it's hate. It is the complete opposite of humility and gentleness. May we always remember the importance of humility and gentleness in our words, thoughts, and actions. May we live out our lives living for an audience of one. Not seeking to impress others, but always seeking to please God. May God grant us wisdom in all we say and do. Here's a couple of uh, bonus Bible verses. Philippians 2, 1-2. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, If any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one in mind. Philippians 2, 3, 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or empty pride. But in humility, consider others more important than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interest, but also in the interest of others. How many times have we talked about that on this show? 
Here is an inspiring quote by Max Lucado. He is a very, 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 very famous um, believer in Christ, writer, author. I love this. I choose gentleness. Nothing is won by force. I choose to be gentle. If I raise my voice, may it be only in praise. If I clench my fist, may it be only in prayer. If I make a demand, may it be only of myself. You know what I want to do, guys? I want to look up humility because that word comes up again and again and again and again. Here's the definition of humility. Humility is the quality of being humble. Dictionary definitions accentuate humility as a low self-regard and sense of unworthiness. In a religious context, humility can mean a recognition of self in in relation to a deity or deities and subsequent submissions to said deity as a member of that religion. Humble yourself, demureness, down-to-earthness, humbleness, lowliness, meekness, modesty, Humble yourself. Humility means a state of being humble. Both it both it and humble have their origin in the Latin word humilis, meaning low. Humble can be used to describe what is ranked low by others, as in persons of humble origins. People also use the word of themselves and things associated with themselves. If you describe yourself as but a humble editor, or refer to your home as your humble abode, you are saying that neither you nor your home is very impressive. If you are humble, if you are humble, you are saying that my opinion, my thoughts are not the most important. I'm being humble. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes Wisdom, when I know, when I know that I am not more important than everybody else, that my actions and my words and my opinions are not more important than anybody else, with that comes wisdom. With pride, I am more important than everybody else. I am superior. I am the best. With pride comes disgrace. But humility comes wisdom. Proverbs 1 2. This, guys, if you are listening to this show, and if you always listen to this show, what does it always come back to? Being humble and putting others before yourself. Being a servant. That's what it always comes back to. And what we're witnessing is the complete opposite. These people serve nobody. They definitely don't serve God because I am not going to live my life telling you 
what you need to think, feel, say, experience. I am not in control of you. God is in control of all. Is it okay for me to give my opinion? Yes, it is okay for me to give my opinion, but be humble in giving your opinion. There's one person that tells me what to do. There's one person that dictates my life. There's one person that has control over my actions. And that person is the one who created me and gave me life and gave me everything I have. And that is Jesus Christ. You are not going to bully me into believing your way. You're not going to put the fear into me in believing your way. You're not going to dictate to me to do what you want me to do. I'm not here to serve man. I am here to serve the Lord. Humble yourself. Listen to people. Listen to their voices. Listen to their ideas. Listen to their opinions. If you disagree, then you respectfully, you respectfully disagree and move on. The bullying tactics, the fear tactics, the cancel tactics. You think God wants to cancel anybody that he created? Do you think God wants to cancel anybody? I created you so I can cancel you. Think about the ridiculousness of that statement. God wants to love you. And God wants to understand you. And God wants to have a relationship with you. You think God would have given up his only son to cancel you? Does that make any sense to anybody? But yet human beings want to cancel other human beings. And I'm not supposed to have a platform where I'm free to talk about that. When it is so obvious to everybody. Thank God for the Realm Network. Thank God for my supporters. Humble yourself, bro. Humble yourself. It is not all about you and your opinions. You are not God. You are not Jesus. You are you. And guess what? You are flawed. I am flawed. We are all flawed. But I could tell you this without a shadow of a doubt. There is not one human being on this planet that God created to cancel. Not one. That's it, everybody. You want the answers? Go to God. You want the understanding? Go to God. He is there. He is always there. It is your choice. That's life. I'll see you all next week.
That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you. And it's not about what you want. It's about what he wants. You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom. You were created with a job to do. That's life. My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life.